representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, sitting in for Scott and Richard Lee today. Thank you for staying with us. And, uh, oh, hey, if you're just getting off work and just climbing into your vehicle to fight the traffic, welcome to the program. And, uh, hey, joining us right now is James Herson. And uh, Mr. Herson is an, a specialist in media psychology, okay? He's a New York Times bestselling author, an international business attorney, a news analyst, cultural commentator, social media scholar, uh, really sought out for his opinion on many, many, many things. He's also a SAG-AFTRA member, a member of the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, and um, uh, we just say welcome, and uh, thank you for joining us, Mr. Herson. Oh, it's great to be with you, Brother Craig. How are you? I am better than I deserve, sir, but I'll take that every single day. And uh, and I see here you also taught law at Trinity Law School. I did. Yeah, law and you taught law and journalism. I did. I taught journalism at Biola University. Um, you know, it's a... And, it's very strange. I mean, uh, to to see what's happened to the profession of journalism. Oh, it, it, yes. It kind of doesn't exist in, or it exists in very few places now. Yeah. Well, it exists right here. Okay. I'm a journalist. You're a journalist. And uh, you know, it seems that yeah. everything that the neoliberal left infects, they destroy. You know, the university, the church. Um, Hollywood. There was a time when I was a kid, there were, the movies were patriotic. You know, the good guy always won, and he got the girl. He didn't get the boy, you know? Oh, that's a great, great insight. The, the left is great at destruction. I mean, and we, what they do is infiltrate an institution. They did it to the public education. They did it to the Boy Scouts. I yes. mean, they, they did it. They're trying to do it to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, ESPN, I mean, it's just the way it is. Uh, and the award shows in the entertainment business, um, are being destroyed by leftist politics. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't that be past tense? (laughs) Well, uh, you know, you you got the future tense or present tense. Uh, They have been destroyed. I'm I'm immersed in that industry, and I'll tell you the uh, people of the various organizations that run these award shows and the broadcast networks, they're panic stricken. They're trying to figure out how to save themselves. But we just had you know the American Music Awards. Yeah. After after last year's terrible tragic ratings, the lowest in history, mm-hmm. they went even lower. And I think the producers of that show really cracked down on it a bit because it wasn't as political as a lot of the awards. As a matter of fact, Taylor Swift, her call for going out and voting was probably the most political mm-hmm. moment in the show. But the problem also is the content yeah. of the of the music business. You know, it's all so dark. It's, it's filthy, and too. Dismal yeah. and filthy and evil. Instead of, you know, the music, and I was in the music business, uh, I I toured with the Temptations for many years. Really, I 
I played with, I also played with Natalie Cole. I played with a lot of people. I grew up in Chicago. Oh, I love her father, Nat King Cole. I was probably the only guy in my neighborhood as a kid that would listen to Nat King Cole. (laughs) Well, you probably know if you you love Nat, you know what a great piano player he was. Yes, he started as a pianist. Yeah, I mean, he was an awesome jazz pianist. And so, I mean, I... To me, music is a source of joy. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the greatest singers that we know, uh, guy, I worked with Dennis Edwards, uh, people like Whitney Houston, they started in the church. Yeah. They yeah. sang mm-hmm. joyous songs to the Lord. You know, that's the way they started. And the music, Motown was joyous. Now, yes. the problem is it's, it's, it leans, and, and it's okay. Artists have to go dark sometimes. But when it's all dark, yeah, yeah, then it starts to look like a, you know some sort of a cult meeting rather than an award show. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. I mean, my sweet wonderful wife was uh, a part of doing the very first SAG Awards. Uh, my wife is from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And she she's worked in Hollywood. Yeah, well, so she, said, she, oh, God. so we, you know, we cringe at uh, some of the stuff yeah. that that comes out now, and a lot of it we literally cannot watch it. Okay, like these, I cannot tell no. you the last time I saw an award show. I just, it's been probably well over a decade. I have to cringe and look through through you know my hands and uh, and probably shut off half of it. And the SAG Awards was really that was a great show in the past. And it was another one that was just an entire. It might as well you've been you might as well have been watching a panel on MSNBC. Yeah, that's what the show is like. Mm. But uh, yeah, well, who can great. be who can uh, outdo the other in in nastiness? And uh, you know, and I I cracked this joke when they were uh, grilling Kavanaugh. Uh, they are uh, two of the top Democrats that want to run for president next: Cory Booker and uh, Kamala Harris. And, you know, and I crack this joke, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the nastiest Democrat of all? And <laughs> I mean, although I used a much stronger uh, adjective than Democrat, I'm just I'm on I'm guest hosting for someone. So I have to clean up my own act. <laughs> no, no, that's right. That's, you got the FCC, too. You know, but look, the thing about those two, when you think about them, you ask who is nastier. Just wait. Keep your popcorn ready. When they run against each other. Oh, isn't that going to be delicious? The long (laughs) knives are going to come out, you know? Yeah, yeah. It'll be like the UFC. Yeah. I'm seeing Kamala and Corey. uh, And I don't know. I don't know which one of those will come out alive. I don't know. Now, you know, the Democrats, they just may have enough sense to do what I've been trying to encourage Republicans to do for many, many years, which is when you're in a primary Show the show the voting public how you can slice and dice the opposition, not each other. And so let it be which person is the best at articulating our message in a strong way. And and now we have the example of Trump, although Trump made mincemeat of his 17 opponents. But he also (laughs) showed he could slice and dice Hillary. Yes, he did. And and he's done, you know, he's done things very unconventionally in ways that no other candidate wouldn't and that was the That's why he's president. Uh, yeah, America <laughs> outside wanted the him. box. 
They wanted an outsider yes. and outside the box. And I dare say there would not be any kind of career politician who would have stood in the gap, who would have hung in there with mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh, with Judge Kavanaugh during that onslaught. Oh, the, the typical establishment Republican would have folded like a cheap suit. Yes. And this president was so strong that it became contagious. And it turned Lindsey Graham into the lion that he is now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew that Joker had a set of onions? I would have thought if he has onions, they got to be baby pearls, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, Lindsey well, Graham was toting onions. My goodness, I mean, wow. I mean, and see, and that's the power of Trump, okay? Trump is bucking up. People know that Trump has their back. And so, as a result... People have Trump's back, you know? So, no, right, t- right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Kanye West could not do what he's doing and be viciously attacked and be the victim of racist pejoratives, all this stuff. Oh, yeah. If he didn't know, he knows that he it's solid with with Trump. Oh, yeah. Absolute. The loyalty is solid. Yeah. And look at and, the money guys made. I mean, Trump and look and he he spills the the the, uh, the beans here. He tells people, I don't know if he did this intentionally or if it just rolled out. But uh, he says Trump told him after the Nike uh, uh, incident to uh, start uh, going with Adidas. And at the time, Adidas was losing uh, billions of dollars, and now Adidas is making billions of dollars. And so, if Kanye was paid in stock rather than cash, who isn't he sitting pretty right now? Oh, and he was. He did get some stock, and that's why he was is saying that he's close to being a billionaire. Uh, and he thanks thanks Trump for that insight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's amazing. You know, yeah, Kanye West. Uh, whether you, you like, I mean, you. Ha- People that like hip hop and rap, and I don't, uh, re- yeah, respect <laughs> him. But he's won twenty-one Grammy awards. I think. Wow. I, there's hardly anyone in that category. Uh, he's produced. He's written. You know, and he performs, and 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 the media loved him. I mean, they loved everything he did. They yeah. even loved him after he grabbed the mic from T- Taylor Swift. Yeah. After he said, George W. Bush doesn't like black people with Hurricane Katrina. But now, mm-hmm. they hate Kanye. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, he is being subjected to the treatment. Well, I guess he's being subjected to a treatment that threatens existentially the Democrat Party because yeah. the Rasmussen polls show now that in the African-American community, the Trump's got 36% support. If that were to stick mm-hmm. in an election, that would condemn the Democratic Party to permanent minority status. It, uh, uh, which, and let's pray that it does stick, well, I'll tell you. I, and I, and I yeah, know what yeah, he's yeah. going through at, because, you know, blacks who are conservatives— you know, we are just we are regularly treated like trash uh, by blacks that are that want to stay on the plantation, the Democrat plantation. Now, listen, can you, oh. you do you mind staying over for a few more minutes? Because I, I just sure. find this fascinating. 
I'll be happy to. Oh, thank you. Well, folks, if you're just joining us and you're wondering who these strange voices are, you're so accustomed to Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee brothers, but you have Brother Craig the Hatchet Man and my guest, uh, James Herson. We will be right back. Making radio great again. It's the Lee brothers. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats, Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. We're in Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here as I sit in for Scott and Richard Lee, my fantastic guest, James Herson, and, uh, Hey, it's been really, really fascinating having you on, and uh, I just love your insight. And now, what do you think of uh, uh, President Trump? Now, here's a guy that's been in media his whole life, okay, Um, really knows how to use these people. And now, uh, people that are typical Republican voters uh, may bristle at, you know, I mean, Kanye West. I mean, people thought that we had seen enough of this when Barack Obama left the White House with, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce and, you know, and and the filth that they sing. And now Trump has a guy <laughs> that sings the same filth. But, you know, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like that old thing about the pit bull. Well, he's our pit bull. You no, know, it is. There's no question. I mean, on the Republican side, let's face it, you know, when it comes to celebrities, we're hungry for celebrities. I mean, who, you know, all the celebrities, 99.9% of all the glamorous celebrities are all to the left. They're to the left. So, we, yeah. so we're all excited, you know, if some, you know, like we're excited about senior citizens, about John Voigt and Clint Eastwood, people like that. And it is, it's great, but it's, it's wonderful to get someone that appeals to young people, a different and demographic. Yes, it, yeah, it is, and it, it, you know, it's a, it's much more. You know, it's interesting to contrast Kanye West and Taylor Swift. You're both mm-hmm. new. They're, I think they're connected cosmically, though, because you know we've had we've had headlines with Kanye, Kanye and Taylor going back years to one yeah, time. That he pushed Kanye a girl off the stage at an award yeah. show. I mean, how dare he? And I, I mean, I'm like, but now he's a hero. Okay. So yeah. yeah so, but, but the difference is the press, you see headlines about Taylor Swift. She's courageous. Mm-hmm. She's a hero. She is standing up for women, you know, and what did, what did she do? She actually, uh, put down a woman, exactly. Marsha Blackburn, who's running, and endorsed a guy who says he supports Trump, that he supported the Kavanaugh confirmation. Of course, he's, he's not telling the truth, mm-hmm. but still, that's his image. Yeah. So it's not, it was something Taylor really thought through carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's being praised as a hero. And well, then you that's... look at the headlines about Kanye. He's insane. He's crazy. He's a token Negro. He's this. 
it's like... So how do we duplicate what they have done? See, this is my big thing that, you know, for, for most of my adult life, I've seen this, this country tilt leftward, okay, and tilt and, and descend, not just tilt leftward as though left and right are somehow equal, but I think they're not equal. I think it's a descent, okay? It's a devolution culturally, morally, you know, everything good is going downhill, uh, in this nation, uh, you know, boys and girls no longer know what bathroom to go into. And so the, the, we complain about, oh, they have the schools, they have Hollywood, they have music. Well, nowadays you're starting to have Christian movies that are made. Okay, we still haven't been able to, seems to me we haven't really cracked the TV nut, but quite a few Christian movies are made. God's Nail is, is out right now, big movie. Um, so how do we retake some of this holy ground that the Democrats have taken from us? Let's, let's think positively. Well, okay, well, here's a positive statement. When we look at the pop culture, and as you point out, they took it over. I mean, they control 90% of it. And it's at, so there's been miracles happening. The miracles are that people like you, Brother Craig, people that think, people like Kanye West that think, there's, they're out there, and guess what? They're the majority. They proved it in 2016. That, that was a miracle. Mm -hmm. So despite all the propaganda, despite the left controlling 95% of the media, 95% of the pop culture, controlling academia, controlling our school systems. Yeah, somehow, they have everything except talk radio. <laughs> but somehow the truth survives. And, and part of that has to do with a worldview. Mm. You know, I, I believe we're created with a purpose. We're hardwired to resonate to the truth. And deep inside, we know that, that the leftist agenda stands for something that's wrong for civilization, wrong for society, wrong for the nation. It's sometimes hard to get that truth out. Mm -hmm. But like you look at, uh, to me, Candace Owens is a walking miracle. She's, which, which, the way that she has been able to rise up in social media and be able to communicate, and she's been an amazing influence on Kanye West, mm, good, as a matter of fact. Good, yeah. So, uh, and now know, we, we got 30, 30 seconds. I hate okay. to rush you. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm trying to, and you pointed out the positive. There are people who get outside, for example, of Hollywood, make Christian films. They get outside of the media. They launch YouTube channels. They, they find ways to communicate the truth, and the truth is more powerful it, once it takes hold, far more powerful than all the propaganda in the world, yeah. all the totalitarian regimes that rely on lies mm -hmm. and propaganda eventually fall. They do. Now, and they have. And I appreciate it. Now, tell folks real quick how they can reach you. Well, I'm on both Twitter and Facebook under my name. They can search me out. James Herson, H-I-R-S-E-N. I also have a my own website, jamesherson.com. I write for newsmax.com, all those places. Okay, great. Um, but it's great to be with you, Brother Craig. It's great. And look, we're going to have to do this again, but I've got to move right now. <laughs> God bless you and thank you. 
All right. Hold on to that hatchet. All right. All right, folks. We'll be right back. 